A spirit of fear has overtaken our country and our children are feeling anything but safe and secure. The good news is they don't have to live like that and neither do you. Join me this week for part three of teaching your children who they are. They are secure. Hi, and welcome to the Raising Kids on Your Knees podcast. Raising Kids on Your Knees is a ministry dedicated to equipping you to pray and parent life into the lives of your children. I am your host, Tina Smith. Welcome to the show. I'm so happy you're here with me. My prayer for you is that your time here will help you grow in freedom and victory in Christ so that your prayers for your children are powerful and effective. Welcome back to the podcast, and thank you for taking some time out of your day to spend it with me today. We've been on a journey of teaching our children who they are. It began a few weeks ago with their choice to receive Jesus as their Lord and Savior. With that choice comes the choice to follow him every day of their lives in surrender to his will for their lives. The principles we've been talking about over the past few weeks are the key for your children to live in victory and freedom over the darkness that surrounds us in this world. Learning these for yourself and walking in them will unlock the door to freedom in your own life. If you aren't part of the Raising Kids on Your Knees prayer tribe, won't you go to RaisingKidsOnYourKnees.org and subscribe? You will be joining moms and dads all around the world who are praying, transforming prayers over their children every day. There's a link in the show description for you to go and sign up. As we wrap up the series on identity, I want to discuss with you the security your children have in Christ. To do that, we need to go back and examine what happened when sin entered our world. Before the fall of man in the Garden of Eden, we were given complete dominion over all creation. When sin entered the human race, our dominion was replaced by a sense of weakness and helplessness. Our need to control and strength has become a driving force to give us security. This quote I'm about to share with you stepped all over my toes, but in a good way. In his book, Victory Over the Darkness, Neil Anderson writes this, People attempt to meet this need by learning to discipline themselves or by seeking to control and manipulate others. Nobody is more insecure or sick than controllers. They wrongly believe that they can establish themselves by trying to control and manipulate other people or circumstances in life. In other words, they are trying to play God. The fruit of the Spirit is not spouse control or child control or environmental control. It is self-control. Brothers and sisters, I want to confess to you, I was one of these people. Trying to control and play Holy Spirit in the lives of those around me is a surefire way of usurping the authority of Jesus Christ in their lives and in mine. The truth that will help us to overcome manipulation and control is knowing that we are secure in Christ alone. There's no need to control our environment to feel secure. Also, did you know that children of controlling parents are at risk of breeding rebellion in their children? It's a recipe for disaster. Have you seen your children struggle with feelings of condemnation? Our children live in a culture that is demanding they comply or be condemned for not complying. Thankfully, Romans 8.1 takes care of that issue for them. 
Here's what it says. So now there is no condemnation for those who belong to Christ Jesus. Living under condemnation is a heavy burden. Our children are condemned by others by the words others say to them. They feel condemned by God because of the things they have done or haven't done. Yet every time our children believe the judgment of others over the truth of who they are in Christ, it's like taking a big long coat out of the closet on a hot summer day and choosing to wear it around and be miserable. Condemnation is a harsh taskmaster that no one who belongs to Jesus has to labor under. Condemnation also has a traveling companion named false guilt. Feeling guilty over things our children have not done will leave them weighed down and unable to move. Teaching our children to choose to believe the truth that there is no condemnation for those who belong to Jesus will set them free from the burden of wearing that heavy coat around and give them the ability to kick false guilt to the curb. Let me ask you this question. Have you explained to your children what condemnation and false guilt are? Let me remind you that part of your child's identity in Christ is that they are free from condemnation. I'm also thankful that God can work all things out for our children's good. Listen to this next verse that talks about their identity. Romans 8, 28 says, And we know that God causes everything to work together for the good of those who love God and are called according to his purpose for them. I walked around in sin for so many years, even after receiving Jesus as my Savior. Yep, you heard that right. After I received Jesus as my Savior. There were some very dark times in my life. Every choice I made was not out of a heart of love and obedience for God, but out of my flesh and what I wanted to do. Can you relate to this? Maybe you have a child who is a prodigal right now. I want to encourage you with some good news. When I finally chose to allow God to be the boss of my life, I can tell you from that moment on, he used everything I went through for my good. Those dark times led me to him and a life of service for him and is the platform that I stand on today. Maybe your child is going through a hard time right now. It could be of their own choosing or they could be because of the choices of other people. No matter what the reason is, Jesus can use all of those things to work together for your child's good. They are secure in him, even when their security looks very questionable in our own eyes. No matter what they've done or what has been done to them, this one thing you can take to the bank. There's nothing that can separate them from God's love for them. Listen to this from the Bible. And I am convinced that nothing can ever separate us from God's love. Neither death or life, neither angels or demons, neither our fears for today, nor our worries about tomorrow. Not even the powers of hell can separate us from God's love. Most of us experience separation of some sort. The feelings of being separated from someone you love can be excruciating, whether they are from death a move, discord in a relationship, or even a life change. It's very normal for our children to go through seasons of separation anxiety from us. We have all had experience with that cling on a time or two, right? Thankfully, we can rest assured that there's absolutely nothing that can separate us from God's love. Not death or life, angels or demons, not even their own fears or worries or anything they've done can separate them from the incredible love of our Heavenly Father. 
His love for our children comes with no conditions. Our children are secure in the love of God forever. Have you been wrestling with fear through all the chaos and confusion in our world? I do at times. Fear is from our enemy who does not want us or our children to walk in the power that comes with our identity in Christ. 2 Timothy 1.7 says, For God has not given us a spirit of fear and timidity, but power, love, and self-discipline. Fear is always crouching at the door, isn't it? The Bible tells us repeatedly that we need not be afraid. I believe it's no coincidence that God reminds us of this so many times in his word. Fear is Satan's biggest tactic against us, and we are living under a spirit of fear in our world today. Every day when our children get out of bed, it seems there's something that comes up throughout the day to instill fear in them. Fear's not from God. It's from our enemy, and he knows its effectiveness in distracting us from the power, love, and self-discipline that God's given us as his kids. Fear robs us of the victory we have in Christ and takes our focus off of him. When you have a child that is tempted to fear, remind them that it isn't God who is tempting them. Also remind them that the temptation isn't the sin. It's what they do with that temptation that becomes sin or not. So how will your child work through fear today? How are you going to coach them through that? I want to wrap this up talking about the protection our children have in Christ. We know that God's children do not make a practice of sinning for God's son holds them securely and the evil one cannot touch them. That's 1 John 5, 18. One of the biggest gifts God has given our children is their security in him. We all desire to be secure. Think about when your children were babies. Most of them loved being securely swaddled in a blanket for the first weeks or months of their lives. Even as an adult, we long to feel secure. When Jesus died on the cross and was raised back to life and seated at the right hand of the Father, it restored us back to a secure life in him. The only thing that can make our children, quote unquote, feel insecure in Jesus is their choice to sin. Today's verse reminds us that as a child of God, our children do not make a habit of sinning. They will learn this as you teach them consequences to their poor choices. Teaching them that sin separates us from the father and thus robs us of the security we sense in him is crucial. When they learn how to confess their sin, they will learn that is what will bring them back into fellowship with our heavenly father and restore their sense of security in him. As I wrap up the series on identity, I want to give you a free copy of Neil Anderson's Who I Am in Christ. Looking up and memorizing these verses on who the Bible says you are are sure to transform your life as well as the lives of your children. I'm going to leave a link right here in the show description. You just click on that and that will take you over to this free printable version of who I am in Christ. I am praying that you have an awesome week this week and that you see God in ways you've never seen him before. Let me pray. Heavenly Father, thank you for my sweet friend. Lord, I lift them up before you today. May they know and understand their security in you. And may they impart that to their children this week. Give them opportunity to teach these things to their children this week. In Jesus' name, amen.